your your child could be playing a lot of video games and instead of it being a negative thing it should be something that's encouraged so if you have a, a son or daughter that is playing video games a lot maybe instead of saying why are you playing all these video games go get a job whatever you can say hey have you thought about streaming What's going on? So you are listening to the Humans That Game podcast. This is actually the second episode that I recorded um, throughout this journey, but I think I am going to upload this one first. So I'm going to redo um, that intro that I had previously. So one, just thank you guys so much for tuning in. Um, for those of you that do know me and moved over from my social platforms, this is just going to be a crazy, crazy journey. And I'm super excited to dive into just everything esports, everything video games, and just grow as as an entrepreneur and just learn more about the industry and hopefully um, educate all of you guys on the rapidly, rapidly growing industry as well. So for those of you that don't know me or don't know who I am or haven't followed my content, my name is Quentin Allums. I also go by Q. I also go by Just Q. Um, essentially, I am an entrepreneur. I own two companies, one being a uh, a content agency. So we work with people, companies, brands to help them build influence through storytelling. So a lot of video work, a lot of strategy on that end. Then I also own an events, an events company. Essentially, we do signature experiences, think small, intimate um, events such as fashion shows to pop-ups to um, panels, networking events, but each being a unique experience. So that's a little bit about me. And then I create content um, as well. A lot of a lot of content. I'm mostly known for videos. Um, about three years ago, a buddy of mine is like, "Yo, like I want to interview you for a podcast, just talking about what you're working on." And back then, I was working on a virtual reality startup up essentially in the education space. And I had never been on camera. I had never done any podcasts or anything like that. Um, so he interviewed me and it was like, I kid you not, it was the worst, the worst thing <laughs> I've ever done. And I've never been so embarrassed. So I'm like, okay, if I'm going to be an entrepreneur, I'm going to get good at this. I will never feel like this again. So I dedicated myself to shooting a video every single day for about, for a year. Um, I ended up doing about 500 days straight um, and I'm still recording content. And of course, like no one listened at first. And then I bounced around different platforms, Instagram, to Snapchat, to Facebook, you know, to AskWell, which most people don't even know what that is. But I bounced all around, ended up moving to LinkedIn and I took off, you know, and um, first video hit about 30,000 views. And then from there, it just kept climbing 100,000 to um, half a million to a million to 5 million. And today, like there's over 10 million views on all of my content. And it's it's been a crazy, crazy journey, and my company's grown fairly quickly. There's definitely growing pains in there, um, but it's it's been a crazy, crazy journey. And a bit of backstory why I decided to launch this show. Um, I've, I've always been a big gamer. I've always been into um, video games, and um, my brother passed away recently, and he was he was also a big gamer. We talked about starting an esports team together, and I really want to do this for him. And just this entire experience um, has really made me rethink my entire life and what I'm doing, and making sure that what I'm creating, I'm super passionate about. What I'm creating, I'm absolutely in love with because I want that to bleed through everything that I do. And I know that when I have that level of passion, everything that I do just becomes so much better. So I'm doing this for him, but also for me. And like I said. And mentioned earlier, I want to learn as much as I can about the esports industry and just gaming in general. And I want to educate people as well because I do think there's a huge, huge shift coming. And this is just an industry that's going to impact every single person on this planet. And I want people to know about it now. So I'm super excited about this journey, super excited to learn. And literally the first 100 episodes are probably just 
going to be an experiment. I hope they're good, like, uh, but I can't promise they will be. I just know that I am going to do the best that I can. And I know that I'm going to bring the most value that I can. And hopefully with every episode, they get better. And with every episode, I learn something new. You guys learn something new and we discover new people together. So this next episode um, is actually, or this first episode, um, I've recorded other ones, but this first episode that I'm releasing is with one of my business partners, Eric Didier, who um, is an amazing creative, amazing entrepreneur. I've learned a lot from him, but he's also a big gamer and he's also streamed. That's where he got his start. And he's partnered with brands such as G Fuel and he just got a partnership with Kick CBD. So I really want to dive into just like the streaming side. And, like, what does that actually look like? You know, and, like, how can we get involved in like, um, what's, what is that? What is that profession going to look like in the future? So really want to dive into the streaming side, get to know him. So I'm super excited about this episode. Um, and again, like first 100, I, I'm just going to treat like an experiment. Probably this entire podcast, I'm just going to treat like an experiment because I want to learn as much as possible. I want to grow as fast as possible. And I want to bring as much value to you guys as possible. So um, means the world that you tuned in here. And again, like if you could go leave a review for us on iTunes. That would mean the world. Um, if there's anybody that you want me to interview, anything you want to see more of, like, let me know. I do plan on doing um, more uh, news segments, I think, every single week as well. So I'll have interview episodes and I'll have news episodes where I just dive into things that are going on in the esports industry or video games and video game industry. So anything that you want to see from me, just let me know. And then, of course, like, this is just an experiment. I will be changing things up all the time. So any feedback is welcomed. Um, any any nice, um, heartwarming reviews are totally welcome as well. But here's the episode. I hope you like what you hear. Super excited about this podcast and super excited to dive into this journey with all of you. All right, guys, so you are listening to the Humans That Game podcast. This is like my second episode. I'm not sure when I'm going to roll these out, but today I've got a very, very special guest that is Eric Didier. He's one of my business partners. Um, for those of you that have been following my content, you probably know a bit about him, but for everybody else, can you give yourself like a little bit of intro? Yeah, so um, I make content. That's about all that you need to know now, but on a, <laughs> on a much larger scale, um, I've dabbled in and out of content for near a decade now. And it's kind of been something that I always use as an outlet since I really wasn't a socialite in high school and college and beyond. So I kind of use content as that way to break away and meet some new people through my own content. Dude, I was scrolling back and like your YouTube stuff, like you've been editing. Stuff oh, don't for a long do that. Time. Yeah, yeah, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> but a lot of it, like a lot of it was video game based, you know, like you talked about Twitch here and there, but a lot of it was like just video game highlights, like editing to beat. So I know that has played like a huge, huge role in the way that you edit. Um, and like you now as an entrepreneur, that's dope, dude. I've been grinding for a long time. Eh, gotta spend your time somehow, right? <laughs> indeed, man, indeed. I've been playing way too much Apex. Well, I mean, I'm late. just so good at Call of Duty. I'm, I just gotta do something with all that footage. <laughs> My wife's looking dope, at me man. with a good um, side eye right now. Because you've been playing COD or because you used to play COD? Because she knows that I ain't shit at COD. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hello, Karen. <laughs> he says hi again. No, no, no damn. <laughs> <laughs> she said hi back. <laughs> well, dope. So I've, um, as of like today, like I'm like, damn, like, 
I play way, way, way too many video games, and there's no reason why I shouldn't be streaming. I do have a lot on my plate, so like there's that. Um, but I think I want to dive into um, just starting my own stream, not now, but very, very soon. Um, so my question for you is like, what do I need? How do I get started? And what are some actionable items that you would suggest for me to grow? Because I know you've been doing it for a while. I think like the first barrier of entry that everybody wants to think about is like obviously computer, which like, yeah, you need a computer that can stream. That's definitely a given, but I mean, I can stream from computers I've built a decade ago and like, it ain't the best thing in the world, but it streams, right? Like you don't need the best of the best to stream. You can drop, you know, $300, $400 on a PC and that'll be more than enough to at least do the streaming itself, especially if you're using like Xbox, PlayStation. Now, if you are using an Xbox or a PlayStation, you can stream right from those consoles, which is neither here nor there. It's a way to stream. I think what people need to think about initially is, okay, I want to stream. I want to stream this or I want to stream that. What tools do I actually need? And then go into, okay, well then now that I know that I literally can stream let's look at what i need to do in order to gather people i always say that you're gonna get somebody that comes to your stream no matter what not gonna happen every stream not gonna happen 10 at a time but eventually somebody will click on your stream and obviously if you have your social media presence elsewhere you can help increase your ranking if you will by having a few people there whatever but you really need to establish even before you start streaming, what you want the takeaway to be. And that could be really good gameplay. That could be really bad gameplay in my case. Like, you know, for me, I knew that I wasn't, I I was an above average player, but I wasn't great at anything. So uh, like I, I took it to, okay, well I need to entertain people beyond just the gameplay that they're watching because it's not going to be world-class. So I did push-ups for each follower, or if I was playing a game that had, a way to incorporate the audience I would. So whether that was playing games where uh, what happened within the game was directly related to what the Twitch chat did or input, or whether that was playing roller coaster tycoon and naming park rides after suggestions or park guests after subscribers. Um, that was always something that I look for. You mentioned there that you're not that great um, at the games that you play. And I know I'll, I will, the podcast hasn't launched yet, but if you're listening to this, it's launched. I know I will have a lot of parents listening and obviously like there's different levels of gamers, right? Like you've got amateurs, you've got professionals, you've got people that are just streaming. Like, can you talk from um, like just opportunity, like standpoint, like what's happened? What's, what do you think is going to happen? Like how much opportunity is there for kids to get into gaming now? And like, what can they expect to get out of that? Even if they're not the best gamer. What I really like is that I think you're hearing a lot less stories of, oh, my parents didn't allow me to do anything gaming related. Like there is still the the new story here or there, but you're getting a lot less of it. I think as a parent, what you need to understand is that like your, your child could be playing a lot of video games and instead of it being a negative thing, it should be something that's encouraged. So if you have a a son or daughter that is playing video games a lot, maybe instead of saying, why are you playing all these video games? Go get a job, whatever you can say, Hey, have you thought about streaming or have you thought about uploading that content to YouTube or, you know, Twitter, Instagram, whatever, because I think the conversation should be always beneficial in all aspects of life. But I think that even more so with, with gaming and streaming like it's an opportunity that we've never had in human existence to be able to click a button and broadcast ourselves live to literally the world 
um, but more literally whoever chooses to click on that stream. So we have the ability to really leave a positive impact on those around us. And I think what you need to do is start changing the conversation to instead of why are you playing these video games? Oh, you're just wasting time. Oh, you're not making any money. Like, yeah, I could go stream right now and I probably won't make a penny for three months until I get my audience back to what it was. But what you're doing is you're building charismatic skills. You're building other social skills. You're learning how to talk to yourself and kind of have a self dialogue, which can be helpful for mental health. If you are able to turn it into that as well. And I think that, what's really important is just being able to understand that it can be a positive thing and that it doesn't happen with the snap of a finger, but what happens over the long term is something that I can speak from experience. I could never imagine having without having been without and also taking experiences with me for the rest of my life from that. Dude, absolutely. I think there's, there's two things specifically that I want to dive more into from that. Um, first, like, Honestly, like if I look at video games or esports or whatever, like virtual reality, augmented reality, like uh, or just technology in general, a lot of parents are like, "Hey, I'm going to limit your screen time." And I'm I'm not a parent yet. I've got a dog, so I'm not going to tell anybody how to like raise their kids. But if you think about it, like that's the world that they're going to live in. Technology. If you think about the future of fun or the future of entertainment, it's probably something like Ready Player One, right? Like entertainment mm-hmm. based. Let's dive into this world. Um, like that. That's the world that they're going to live in. So the more that they're in this, the more that they're going to thrive in that future. So I love. I love that you mentioned it helps to build you up. Um, and the second point, you talked about um, just that you've grown as a person or a creative or an entrepreneur because of these video games. I know for a fact, because I've seen all of your characters, um, that you have spent a lot of time in WoW. And I think you're playing mm-hmm. like WoW Classic now. Um, can you talk a little bit about like the correlations between, let's say, life and just the amount of time that you spent there and how that specifically has made you better? I think what goes unnoticed is that you can spend. So let's just let's just remove video games from this topic completely. Right. So let's say I'm playing basketball and I'm spending. So let's say one of my characters has 100 hours, probably multiple of my characters do. But let's just throw this (laughs) hypothetical out there. So if I'm spending 100 hours at anything, basketball, writing, whatever that is, you're getting better. And while, yes, I'm not probably ever going to be a world-class World of Warcraft player because I'm not putting forth that effort now. There's definitely times where I noticed insane amounts of skill increase. And what I think really happens in terms of growth is now going back to the previous answer I had, it's it's that conversation that you have with your child or even with yourself if you are in the position of being the gamer of I don't necessarily need to say that I'm wasting time here, but I also can say because I'm doing this, what else can I apply this to? So for World of Warcraft, it's very much a game that I can turn my brain off to nowadays. But at the same time, if I'm doing something, I'm learning mechanics of a fight. I'm learning how to cooperate with a team. If I'm doing, you know, uh, PVP, like I'm able to adjust the situations on the fly. And while it looks like I'm just playing video games and getting my, 3v3 rating up what i'm really doing is learning skills that while arguably most people don't can be applied to other aspects of your life i love that man i've been playing as you know because we play together sometimes a lot of apex um and it's it's a grind and there's a huge learning curve just with that game in general for those that do play or don't play like very very big learning curve Uh, but like even like 
my everyday life like that game forces you to look at things differently like what's my position like what's my teammate doing like just stuff like that and just making sure that you're always on top of things like it applies to my life too so i love that you mentioned that um and i'm just gonna cut you off here like if you think about it like within any game that that exists you have to be able to adapt and what i mean by that specifically in this context is if you feel like you know, if, if the rain is closing in apex and you're at a position where your back is where the rain is about to close to. So you're going to be OK from the rain. But at the same time, what you don't know is that there might be a team coming from the rain to attack you. So in an instantaneous moment, you could be firing at a team in front of you and then have to immediately adapt to a team that's coming up behind you. And in that exact moment, you have to worry about where you're located. Where do you have cover? How much ammo you have? What weaponry do you have? Can you handle both situations? Is it something that I need to focus now more on the team behind me than the team in front of me? Can I let some other team come hopefully kill the team that I was shooting at initially? Like there's so many things that within a half second you have to decide. And whether you're not necessarily actively talking that through to yourself in your head, those are things that you absolutely have to do. And that can apply to so many other things in life where your business deal just went through. Okay, well now what do I, what do I do? Or you're in a sales talk. Okay. They don't like that deal. Well, how can I restructure it within a half second so that it might be something that they do like. One thousand percent, man. Like so many different variables and even to add on it, like where are my teammates? What weapons do they have? Right. What's their play style? Like there's so many. Um, I love, like you just mentioned like more of a business um, perspective. I know you and your wife actually have a partnership with G Fuel and I believe um, I scrolled quickly. You just partnered with Kick. Is it Kick CBD? Yep. Yeah. So Kick CBD. Like, what goes into partnerships like that, um, and how do you go about landing those? I think for me, it's always been something where I won't, in good conscience, take anything that I haven't tried or am actively looking to try. Obviously, if it's a newer company like Kick, like they partnered with me before my product came in, but I purchased it on my own diamond or to try it. And I've had great success with it thus far, thus far. And I think what's super important to understand is that every partnership has to be a symbiotic relationship because a lot of times, especially people that are new to quote unquote, the game, they think that, Oh, having this partnership will grant me this. But what they don't understand is I must also work to grant the partner this, And I think that's something that goes unnoticed a lot, especially early on and especially to the younger audience is that there's a lot that goes into each relationship. And I try to remain in contact with each relationship. And that's something that I personally take pride in. And while yes, like a lot of my content, especially on Twitter is arguably sales focused at the same time, I would never position my audience to be in a place where I'm doing something just because of the benefit that it gets me. And I've always positioned myself, my content, my streams so that while it's not the product that I'm shoving down your throat, it's the content. And while yes, the content is sales based in the video that I made for kick last night was, Hey, use my code. It was also a way for me to experiment with new things and get Karen behind the camera to try out some new things. And hey, I had this idea. Let's implement it into something, which I can then take to the business, which I can then take to LinkedIn video, whatever that looks like. So 
yes, like it, it looks salesy on the surface, but at the same time, underneath it, I'm learning skills. I'm learning how to better brand myself, how to better position myself. I can see through analytics, which, you know, pieces of content I put out are doing better than others. And it's a hard position to be in because you don't ever want to just feel like you're selling to your audience the whole time. But at the same time, through your other content, you're able to position yourself to say, one, you can expect this and should expect this. And two, I'm not doing this just to sell your product because it makes me money. I'm also looking to help benefit your lives. As I'm actually going through, you know, we're talking about implementing Notion into our lives. I'm producing videos and writing scripts for that. One thing that I create in a LinkedIn video that I just shot today is specifically that all of my content is to be based around the fact that when people leave my content, they're able to say, I can now either buy this product or do this or try this out without having to spend the resource of time or the resource of money to figure it out for myself. I have then gone through the legwork to tell you exactly why this is a good idea and why you should either buy this product or try this, you know, like intermittent fasting out, for example. Yeah, I love that. I love that you mentioned the fact of just like relationships. I think it's um, something every creator specifically needs and should get better at and put more time into. But gamers specifically, um, I I run into a lot of them that are like, hey, like I want more influencer deals. I want more partnerships. But they don't take the time to ask themselves, what does that actually mean? And what does that actually look like? Um, It shouldn't be like you said. And granted, I don't think your video was salesy at all. But it shouldn't be like, hey, like, cool, like, let's partner together, let's do this. Like, even esports um, teams today, like, they're partnering with the, these brands, but they're not asking themselves, like, what's the actual ROI? Yes, I'm gonna get you hits. Yes, I'm gonna get you impressions. Yes, this, but like, what's the actual ROI of this partnership? And actually getting clear on that, I think that's something teams, um, gamers, streamers should all just um, take more time and invest and figure out what is that actual ROI. Um, you do that, and you actually know your audience, you're gonna find so much more success. And that's just from a business perspective. I'm I'm not a streamer, but <clears throat> I love that you mentioned that aspect of just focusing on those relationships and making sure that you're actually bringing value to the people that are following you and consuming your stuff. I always ask people when I get questions like that, like, what are you going to benefit them? And like, it's such a stupid question, but nobody thinks of it, right? Like G Fuel, best, most known, arguably in company in all of esports. And it's a very sought after company to be a part of but like i since the moment i had a camera and the moment i had a tub of g fuel have been taking photos now yes i'm taking photos which is user created content which they can get for free but you know now obviously there's a a deal where i'm taking photos for them more as a as a side hustle but at the same time I'm doing that to learn the art and the craft of photography so yes like at the same time I am getting the benefit of learning photography wasn't initially always going for the partnership right away, but more so, Hey, I have this part in my house. I'm going to take a photo of it. Let's see what happens. I'm just going to post it. We'll see what traction it gets. Maybe I can adjust or learn what works, what doesn't from that perspective. But also what am I then giving that company? I'm giving that company exposure, which is cool and all, but that isn't everything. You have to be in conversations with those people and those partnerships to say, hey, you know, are we getting too many pictures of trees, shakers and trees? Like, yes. Well, okay. Now that we have that taken care of, let's figure out together how we can benefit you. And then everything will reciprocate. 
So talk to me a little bit about that relationship you have with them, because I do want to touch on more of the business side. How do people, let's say I'm, I'm just getting started. I don't have any partnerships. I'm ready to go. My brand's growing. I've got a following. Like I'm crushing it at Apex. I'm not yet, but I'm crushing it at Apex. How do I get a brand to notice me and um, say, yeah, I want to work with you? Like what's some steps that I can take? Being strategic, but also being you. Like first off, you have to worry about, you know, interest to other companies within the same industry. So if I'm going after Logitech, I'm not also going to hit up Corsair. I want to pick one. I want that to be a brand loyalty. I want that to be something that I feel good about and they feel good about. I don't want it to be this. Oh, yeah, well, we scroll through your tweets and you hit up Razor, you hit up Corsair, you hit up HyperX, you hit up every company like no, like none of them will want to work for you now. But on the business side, it's also like, using the product and letting them know that you appreciate the fact that their product exists and just opening a dialogue, always, you know, tagging them. If, if, if it happens to be in a photo or an Instagram story, commenting on their content. Like I always say the quickest way to get anything in life for anything in life is to embed yourself within that community. And that can be as simple as going in their discord channel and really getting to know some of the people there because Typically, a lot of the Discord channels have some of the higher ups that have to moderate those things, especially now, you know, before every channel gets moderators and gets all these things or adding them on LinkedIn and just sending them a message. Hey, I really use your product. I would love to open up any possibility that we have to work together. Here's where I have skills. Here's where I have experience. What can we do together? I think just opening the dialogue is arguably the most important thing. And secondly, letting your viewers kind of dictate where that goes. So if you're streaming and you're drinking G fuel and I have, and I haven't to sell because I just, it's a gaming fuel people will ask. And after you get enough of those asks, you can say, you know, Hey, we've had this conversation in the past. We connected on LinkedIn. I've been in your discord channel for a certain amount of time. I've been getting a lot of feedback from, from my audience and I would really like to help sell this product and really help to be a brand ambassador for this product. Is there any way that we could possibly make that happen? It's never an ask to get, it's always an ask to say, Hey, let's work together on this and let's really do some amazing damage together. I love that. I love that. Um, from your perspective, mixer or Twitch. Both. I mean, I really don't have a hard preference. Karen is on mixer. I am on Twitch. I, I find it interesting because like, to me, they're one of the same. I don't really have any preferences to where I go. Like, obviously, you know, there is, there's going to be scandals with both platforms, but Twitch obviously has more of them at the moment. And, you know, you see a lot of people leaving Twitch for specific reasons. Um, but like, from my perspective, I just find it interesting. Like I'll make Instagram stories or Twitter polls and say, Hey, if I move to Mixer, would you watch me? And 80% of the people say no. And I've always kind of probed to say, hey, why, hey, why, hey, why? But I've never really gotten a solid answer. So I don't really know. Like, obviously, Mixer is a really good place to be right now. That's still not the most popular. And there's still a lot of room for especially new streamers, which I think you're starting to see a lot of newer streamers go toward Mixer because it does have that smaller audience and you do have a better chance of getting seen. But also it seems to be a better community for those. Now on the flip side, Twitch is the OG. So you have all the features, you know exactly what you're going to get out of it. You have, you know, the scandals, the IRL things, you have those things. But if you just want to go and you just want to stream and you just want a good time, like, you know, that you're going to get that with Twitch. So 
I, I'm kind of in the middle. I really don't much mind, um, you know, and there's Facebook gaming and YouTube streaming and stuff like that. And heck, I've even dabbled with LinkedIn live video game streams. But I think it's just a matter of where you find your audience is and just making sure that they're comfortable. Yeah, I love I love Twitch. Um, that's really where I consume most, but I've been diving more into Mixer. Um, and really, like, just from a... Like, most people started on Twitch. Um, and as you said, like, people are moving over to Mixer. Um, it's really cool to see the people that are big and moving over to Mixer and the people that aren't so big moving over to Mixer. Some lose their audience, some are growing rapidly, and it really shows, like, again, going back to that relationship point who has the star power to be able to do that. And there's not a lot of people. Um, so I would agree, like both both definitely have opportunity. There's more eyes on Twitch, but um, Mixer is definitely growing, but both definitely have that opportunity. Just what's going to work best for me. I think if I do um, start streaming, it's going to be on Mixer. I've done like a tiny, tiny bit um, of streaming on, on Twitch and I love the platform, but I think I will move more towards uh, Mixer just because I was looking at streams and there's there's not a lot. And there's not a lot of really, really good ones. And you're really damned if you do, damned if you don't. Like, I have streamed on Mixer just to see what happens, and literally nobody will come. But at the same time, I could sneeze and get five people that <laughs> used to watch me three years ago on Twitch. And it's just like, how the heck did you even know I was live? And it's like, oh, yeah, I got an email or whatever the heck it is. Like, <laughs> yeah, I saw you're live. I just want to stop by. And it's like, you know, you, you have to make that distinction. And that's like when I changed my branding to being Dids Live instead of, you know, my first channel was my name. I'm like, ah, I don't know if that's really a good idea to have it on Twitch. You know, you never know. And obviously now with the business, it's kind of open anyway. So I'm a little bit more open to it. But when I made that initial push, it was kind of a I'm either in or I'm out. And it's really hard to say for sure what that is. But at the same time, you have to just make that distinction immediately and make it with intent because that's when you're going to be able to say, okay, we're doing this. Let's build around it. Yeah, I want to actually there's a siren going. I think my dog's going to yeah. help, but I'm going to talk anyway. <laughs> I wanted to dive more. I was going to ask you if like, um, what did you think about Ninja going to Mixer? But you mentioned like the Dids Live thing um, and like Ninja has Ninja, right? Like how did you come up and how do people come up with like their their name? Oh, gosh. I mean, for me, it was kind of easy because Dids was a <laughs> yeah, I can hear. I can absolutely hear. <laughs> nice, Levi. Oh, fantastic. Sorry, fantastic. Um, my dad had the nickname Dids because it plays on the last name Didier. And I kind of I'll be honest, I stole it. And uh, <laughs> I was like, well, you know, what's something that's unique that I can access on all platforms and Dids live having to be that I'm like, oh, I'm going to mostly focus on streaming. Not the case today, but irregardless. And I just was like, this is it. I'm just going to put everything here. Um, I had a Twitch channel that actually was called Nostalgic Tranquility, which was initially just going to be me streaming retro games, speedrunning Super Metroid, doing all of those mm -hmm. things. And it immediately became a, do I continue this channel? And obviously this was before they allowed you to change those names. But this was like a, you know, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to have to be all in because I, I lost a good... 40 to 60% of that audience that just, oh, well, you know, I only watched him because he was there. Now I kind of lost interest, whatever. But you have to take into consideration, like, if this is what I'm going to do, I have to put every ounce of energy into it. And I have to just say, okay, this is it. We're going to do it. And then 
you know, try to get as many people as you can to switch over. But like the ones that then don't obviously aren't the ones that you necessarily want anyway. And they're probably not the most active ones anyway. So understanding that the people that really like you, they'll come. And the people that are just there to lurk, it doesn't really matter if they leave because you'll get that back. Yeah, I love that. And just like anything else, don't be afraid. I mean, don't be afraid. Expect that it's going to take hours. You got to work for those followers. You got to work for those subscriptions, whatever it is like that takes work. It takes effort and it takes you actually being you. Otherwise, it's not even worth it in the end. What games are you playing right now? Um, so I was fire. waiting for you. I was actually playing some Roller Coaster Tycoon. The first wow. one. Yeah. Um, yes. The OG from like without mods or anything like the original okay. original um, there's this game on my phone I've been playing called Archero. That's a good that's a good bathroom break game if you need one. <laughs> um, what else have I been playing? I've been playing a lot of Heroes of the Storm. I'm not going to go any further into that. We both know what we're going to bring say. back Heroes of the Storm. Um, <laughs> um, playing a little World of Warcraft here and there. Obviously Apex. Really, I I can't say. Am I missing anything, babe? I don't really think I'm missing much. I think that's that's about my gaming life. Dope. I need you to play more Apex, though. I do. I need you to play Apex after we get off this call, actually. All right. I need to eat dinner first, but then after that, I'm good. Good, because I still got to drive up. <laughs> oh, yeah, you do. <laughs> um, that's dope, man. I appreciate you hopping on. I I had another question. I totally lost it. It was it was related to Ninja, but, like, fuck it. Um, lastly, like, where can people check you out? I know you're, you're trying to stream more or your wife's going to stream more. I'm not entirely sure, but where can people find those things? Yeah, so at Dids Live, every platform, um, even YouTube, although their URLing has gotten really screwed up. But if you just search it, uh, some whether it's my old channel or my good one, I don't know, but you'll find me somehow. You can <laughs> yeah, go look at those old gaming videos somehow. <laughs> um, but uh, at Dids Live and every platform, and obviously through the company, uh, MK Misfits or Misadventures. Dope sauce.